Okay, we're recording. Oh, it's happening. It's all happening right now. Yep. Live. Hey, everybody. Actually, well, live. It, okay. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to Trying to Be Better with Joel and Steve hey. podcast. We are actually in the same space. Space. Yeah. I'm looking at Joel. He's like right there, not on the screen. He's. I, I, I'm touching. <gasps> I'm touching Steve. <sighs> Electric bolts. Uh. Yeah. We're doing this. <laughs> we Here, got, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Cameo appearance by my dog. Well, your dog makes an appearance a lot because that's true. She often wants to um, end the podcast and get you to take her on a walk. walk. That's correct. Yes. So we have an audience of one. <laughs> and uh, yeah, welcome to the podcast, everybody. It's hot. It's very hot. It's like stupid hot. It's and we got some incense burning, yep. and we're outside in Steve's backyard. Yeah. It's actually not too bad in the shade. In the shade, it's wonderful. Yeah, yeah it's not bad. It's muggy. It is it's muggy. Not... It's like Florida muggy. Yeah, man. Well, this is great. It's not bad, huh? Presents. Re- presents, right? <laughs> this is the we've done. This is our thirty-eighth one of these officially. I mean, there was a couple that were kind of re uh, yeah yeah reruns, but so we've been at this for over what eight? Well, what's since 30? November. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is the first one that's been done in person. That's insane. I feel like that's pretty. I shouldn't uh, say insane. That's wild. It's wild. It's pretty monumental, I think. I think it is too, man. What if uh well, hey, so uh follow us on Instagram at yeah, trying yeah. to be better podcast on Instagram and email the show at TTBBpodcast at gmail dot com. Yeah, please. So um well just a little I don't even we don't even have we have no agenda. That other than just to enjoy basking in the glow of our uh, non-zoomness, yeah, it's it's a little strange. Yeah, it really kind of is. Yeah, it's it's nice though. It's totally nice. It's very nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've been at this for a minute, and this is the first time we've ever done it in person. Uh huh. Um, what if what I don't know. I don't even know what to say about that. But but that's the, been the circumstances of our podcast for the last. Well, several it's, months. it's what it was born out of. Yeah. Really? I mean, so we can really kind of thank the pandemic for this. And you, our devoted listeners, can thank the pandemic as well for <laughs> putting us together. Because <laughs> this probably wouldn't have happened otherwise. It, I don't think... Not I in, don't think... Not in this format exactly. Anyway. I don't think we would have actually follow th- followed through. Right. It's something that I think we would have kicked around and never actually done because our lives are busy and we yes. do a lot of things. But yes. there was a perfect storm of opportunity and yes. nothing else going on, and the weather getting colder, and us not really leaving our house to do anything. That's correct. Yeah, you know? November was a good time to start this. Totally. Yeah, and you know, come a couple weeks from now, I'm going to be back to school and eventually back in rehearsals. It's gonna. Yeah. We don't know what that's going to bring. That's but true. What, are you already predicting the end of this? No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm predicting. I'm predicting. I'm predicting a, a rea- like a shift maybe in frequency maybe I yeah, don't know I can maybe see not that. we might go back to Zoom just for convenience sake well it it well that's that's a whole thing right there like yeah. the brilliance I mean the brilliance of the com- convenience of Zoom yeah you know like, like you could literally do it from Crete yeah and I may have to right like pre rehearsal record one of these yeah yeah which oh, that I didn't think about that yeah problem solved. See, <laughs> the problem we literally just realized might happen <laughs> was also solved in the same span of time. Because we're, yeah, the, yeah, 
the I don't even know what to say. Like the uh, the the whole thing about this podcast is we're trying to be better. Yes, trying to be better people by holding each other accountable and discussing things that are somewhat yeah things that might not ordinarily get discussed. I guess yeah, be, you know, and problem solving. Yes, like, and yes. Uh, uh, and a giving, fair amount of being judgmental and kind of bitchy about well, that. things. <laughs> well, I was like, <laughs> like to be honest, I was, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago, I'm like looking at my rehearsal schedule and I'm like, oh man, what's going to happen to the podcast? Uh-huh. And I don't have the perspective that you have on that. It's like, oh yeah, we can just record it remotely Where, again, wherever, like yeah. wherever I'm at. Basically, as long as one of us is at a PC that can record the podcast. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. problem solved, everybody. But you, you can all rest easy. <laughs> Yeah. Joel and Steve aren't going any, away anytime soon. Yeah. Yeah. Don't lose any sleep. Everything's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Well, I, you know, there's uh, a podcast that I listened to uh, that just started back up after a three month hiatus, which is probably why I was thinking, like, how are we going to navigate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Um, the, the single podcast theory, the Pearl Jam podcast I listened to, and they, I think their lives just got a little nutty and crazy. Oh. And I think one of them had to take on another job. And, sure. And so, like, they had to you know, put it on pause for like three months. And I'm like, fuck, I don't want to do that. Right. You know, so. I don't want to do that either. Where are the, ch- are the chickens? Yeah, they're actually eating right now. They're oh, very good. The, they're hanging out. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised they haven't come over to say hi. Oh, the coop is open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're actually just kind of in there on their own volition right now. Nice. Must be dinner time. So, yeah, we got chickens back here. We got a dog that just went inside. Yeah. Nice lawn. Sort of. It's great. Thank I, you. My bare feet are. In the grass. Are earthing. Earthing, isn't that nice? You ever heard of earthing? Not in exactly that term, that way. I don't think is There's that a, a verb. Well, some of the is some it? of the you know neo hippie folks I follow talk about actually putting feet and hands like on the earth, on the actual earth. I don't know. There's some sort of like it, you know you t- your electromagnetic. It sinks. I'm taking, I'm, my, I'm taking my chacos off. I'm butchering this explanation. Taking, Kirsten's gonna be so mad. <laughs> But like, yeah, there's something about ground. It's like a, a literal, oh. it grounds you. Literally. Yeah. Well, yes, literally, but also like energetically. You well, know. that's like some of the meditation, guided meditations I'll do. They'll be like, you know, feel the energy of the earth. And I'm like, through, through my flip flops. Through my, through my foundation <laughs> in my house. Exactly. Through right. my carpet. Yeah, yeah. Through my padding. Through yeah. my cushion. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I, I kind of, that's a stretch for me. So I'm earthing, Sometimes. I'm earthing in your backyard. I'm, I'm honored. Ooh, today is brought brought to you by Blackberry Bubbly. It's pretty good, Sparkling huh? water. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Have you been listening to Mary Stancavage's latest couple? <clears throat> so I saw that she was doing a whole series on the Eightfold Path. Yes. And I missed the first couple, and so I decided I'm going to do it in the order. Not that the Eightfold Path needs to be some sort of progression, but I was like, I'm going to start at the beginning, so I'm a little behind. I'm about three oh. or four episodes behind. Where, where, what was the last one you listened to? I'm, I right were, Intention? Wise oh, Intention? Okay. Yeah. I'm on Right Action. Ooh. Yeah, it's tough. How's that going? Well, I love listening to it because it's chock full of things that are food for thought. Yes. Um, and Intention kind of plays into that a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just, um, and I think I'm also tying that into because I also recently listened to the right speech one. So that's kind of a deal with me. Like, mm-hmm. that's where I kind of trip up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Sonny, you're kind of interrupting the proceedings. 
Steve's dog <laughs> is literally like trying to get itself uh, completely entangled in the wires and cords. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's kind of a master of seeking attention. It's like, oh, you're going to ignore me? Well, I happen to know that this thing here is really important to what you're trying to do, so I'm just going to mess with it. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Cameo by Sunny. Um, but so anyway, so like that's been, you know, I, I, especially when I was younger, struggled with both these things a lot. Yeah. Are you talking speech, right speech? Right, right? speech and right action, both. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm thankful through you know, the secret meetings and all that, that I've been able to, um, change a lot of that. Yeah. But, um, having it spelled out for me in the terms that I'm not even going to try to recreate right now, but, uh, just the very specific ideas has really given me a gratitude for, um, being able to have some control over those things and, and some perspective. Yeah. And, I mean, a, a little bit of, of regrets, exactly the right word, but I definitely looking back on my, on my past when I was a younger person, like, ooh, that was, yeah, wasn't great a lot of the time. And uh, well, it's like one of those things, know better, do better, sort of deal. Like, yeah. if, you, if you'd have had an introduction to the, the you the know, the path. Eightfold path and the four noble truths and all, and the steps or whatever, like all the things. Yeah, but like, but that that is one hundred percent in shoulda, woulda, coulda. Right. And so I can't. Nope. It's like, well, that is, that's the way things were. Yep. Next. You did the best you could with what you had at the time. Pretty much, yes. And I think that's true. I think that's true. Um, But now it's one of those things like, well, what has been seen cannot be unseen. Yes. And so I'm thankful. And that's, you know, we talk about that a lot, just that awareness Mm -hmm. and to realize and sit back and like, oh, I don't, I, I very I very much don't want to be that guy because I just don't want to be that guy. Yeah, not <clears throat> not because I want to avoid consequences. And I think that's, I mean, we're kind of, yeah, like the idea of, of karma or, or cause and effect. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that it could be easily misinterpreted that the whole point is to avoid bad things happening as a vault of bad actions. That that's can, not the point. It's not the point. It can be a part of it, sure. but it's not the point. No, it's like when you actually get a taste of that, true right living wise living mm-hmm. you um you want that for in and of itself because of the peace and joy yes. and benefit you see it bringing to the people in your lives and yourself yes for the benefit of all beings right yeah i i was reading something about wise speech or right speech um that i am going to butcher this but it was basically like there may be instances where not telling the truth is the most wise action you can take. And so Mm. it's like basically instilling the idea, especially when it comes to right speech or wise speech, that, um, that you, we have the power to discern in the moment what is necessary, what is kind, what is relevant, what is useful. I (laughs) will. It's so funny. We're bringing this up. I did not mean I, okay. Speaking of right speech, Uh this is a, this might be a topic, tangent but i said i made a joke to my wife the other day that was just it was just mean like it wasn't it wasn't i mean it the context of it was mean on paper it was not mean right like i made some yes you know what i mean i made some circumstantial joke that i i sort of instinctually would do just to rib somebody sure that person happened to be my wife Uh uh-huh 
But then we had this really beautiful conversation after the fact where it was like, hey, that wasn't cool. She was like, yeah, I forgive you. But yeah, though, that was not cool. And it was like I got to dissect, you know, what I think is funny or what I think is a joke or how I get attention. And it was like this whole mini inventory with her about wise speech. And then I saw this whole past unfold behind me of the times that I thought shit was funny. Mm -hmm. And it was just fucking mean. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And so I think I'm doing a good thing by being funny and jovial, but it, at but the expense it, of somebody else. And that's 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 the that last part is the the hard part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's and I mean certainly guilty of enjoying yeah. humor at other people's expense. <laughs> and there are certainly people who make their living yeah. at other people's expense. For sure. And so that's kind of I you know most of you know, I mean, I, I listen and you as well listen to a lot of Mark Maron. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. enjoy his interviews. And it, a person that keeps coming up in his life story is Sam Kennison. Yeah. Yeah. Because of the Coke days and just being insane. And, right. And, uh, and, but uh, like all I remember really of Sam Kennison is the screaming. Screaming. Yeah. And that he used to be, uh, he was a pastor at right. one point in time. Yeah. And then he sold his soul to the devil and, <laughs> you know, became a great comedian. Yeah. Well, so I thought, you know, I'm going to listen to his first album. Because Uh-oh. he because he was ta- oh he's talking to Rick Rubin oh yeah that was, was a talking, great talk it, it was a great talk but uh, so I went back and listened to that album mm-hmm. uh, I started listening to it I literally I had to turn it off Be- just because how of how mean he was yeah 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 and and like a, most of the jokes frankly have not aged real well sure they just have not aged real well so let me guess sexist yes racist yes um, homophobic all, homophobic uh huh yep. All that. Yep. Like the big ones. Yeah. And he just dove. And so I, like I kind of, I I can see on a certain level how he could be perceived as being fearless in that regard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and just going the place where nobody would go. But after living the last four or five years, frankly, it's just not funny anymore. Yeah. Yes. It's just not funny anymore. And I'm like, no, that's not, this is, that's how we got where we are. Yes, because there are certain people, and I'm definitely guilty of it. Like, there was a time where I would make jokes and thought, well, I don't really believe that, but I can make this joke because it's, you know, uh, subversive or whatever. I'm like, no. No, it's it's just shitty. It's just shitty. Yeah. And I think that, yeah, there's an evolution there where we kind of see, yeah, that shit's Because I look at people like John Mulaney and Mike Birbiglia, who are hilarious. Yep. And not mean-spirited at all. Right. Right. I mean, Mulaney will definitely poke fun, but he's not mean. Right. You know, yeah, and yeah, Mike yeah. Birbiglia is like this this sweet narcolept guy <laughs> that, you know, I mean. He really is great. Yeah, he's great. And and so that's like when I think of like humor, that's I'm like, well, that's what I want to like. Mm-hmm. It's that garbage in, garbage out thing. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And so that goes back to right speech. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. It does because, and also, like, what do you? And I can literally hear Sam Kinison in my head screaming obscenities at me now and calling me names. <laughs> well, that's that's where I was gonna. That's funny you say that because that's where I was gonna. I was gonna ask because I've also heard different folks. And this, if anybody's lost completely, like in Buddhism, there's four noble truths, and the fourth noble truth is sort of like the way to free yourself from suffering is these eight things, these eight mm. eight principles, these eight intentions. It's not like a step-by-step process is just sort of eight things that everybody kind of you know can benefit from yes one of what we were talking that will literally benefit 
all beings all everywhere. Beings. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. right speech, right livelihood, right intention, you know, all of those things. Um, but in terms of right speech, and you mentioned the Sam Kennison in your head, how <laughs> how has the how has right speech been a challenge for you towards yourself? Oh, that's the big one. It told for me too. Yep. And that and that's really like I've had especially like we've talked about like my last month or so of work has been very difficult many demands put on me that frankly are are challenging yeah and not everything's been executed perfectly and I've had to stop myself and I'm so thankful that I I would not have the position that I have today if it weren't for these principles because mm-hmm. I would not be able to navigate these waters internally uh on just because of that mm-hmm. how you you know you fucked that up. Yeah. What are you? What were you even thinking? Yeah. How, and then just lay awake all night thinking those thoughts. Right. And and now I'm just like, I'm working really hard and I'm human and, and I made a mistake and it's fine. And I told all the people and they said, yeah, it's fine. We'll figure it out. Yeah. And so I can go to sleep now. Yeah. I. It's I, amazing. It is. And then when I, you know, the more I practice mindfulness and try to practice just being aware, like you said, the awareness, it's like, it's like, and, and I may have said this before, but. I had a teacher once and she was my yoga teacher in grad school. And she was talking about how, you know, once you have that awareness, it's like crossing those spikes at the bank. Yep. Like you can't back up. It'll tear your tires up. Like mm-hmm. you can't go back even if you wanted to. Right. Um, and what I've noticed as I try to become more aware is it doesn't matter what the circumstances out there are. So like, so case in point, like you're having a situation at work or I maybe, you know, have a difficult student or a difficult thing in a show situation at work you know what i mean that Mm -hmm. sort of stuff and it's like um i start to doubt myself or it could just be like you know it's summertime lull and i'm not teaching as at at all this summer and i then then the 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 speech comes up towards myself that oh you're a piece of shit you (laughs) You know what i mean like you should be working right now well that's i saw this meme and we keep bringing up memes but there was like the academic summer is sitting around thinking all the things you should be doing. And then you also tell yourself you should be resting. So then you just end up being horrible to yourself and feeling bad about it. (laughs) And I'm I'm like, I'm making a concerted effort to avoid that dynamic. Right. So it doesn't matter what the thing out there is. It's just the chatter in here. Yeah. Thinking, thinking, thinking is happening. Chickens are actually happening. Yeah. They came out and say hi. Now they're curious. Uh, Joel's going to get a visitor here in a second. Do they jump up onto laps? They, they might. Oh, Pap, God. This oh one God. coming in particular, Peggy might come up to say hi. Paprika, or, uh, yeah, Paprika is no longer with us, but uh, Bertha over there, she'll come up to bite you. I don't want to get bitten, man. I know. It's okay. <laughs> Peggy you're, won't bite you're you. You're just like, you're just like, no, nah, I know. I know you don't want to get bitten. I don't, I really don't want to get bitten. Peggy won't bite you. She's fine. She's just curious. <laughs> I'm going to put the mic up to the chicken. This is put the mic up to the chicken. This is, Joel. This is weird. I don't know. If I can get if I can get Bertha to hop in my lap, uh, she'll talk. Really? Also, yeah. Oh yeah, she loves to sit and chat. It's great. They're amazing animals. I don't know that I want one in my lap right now. Right. No, it's fine. It's since it's kind of warm, they might avoid that. Just cuz more heat. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, this one's curious as fuck. Oh yeah, she's definitely seeing what's going on. She wants to know what's happening. And here comes the dog. <laughs> oh, that let's get nuts. How does the dog do with the chickens? Uh, they have a very tenuous relationship. Protect me. Yeah, no, here, watch out. Oh, my gosh. This <laughs> <laughs> you guys, it's a whole, the dog is pawing at me. I have a chicken at my feet. 
This is like it's I fine, mean, Joel. Welcome to my backyard. Hi, Sonny. Dude, it's a it's a circus <laughs> it's, over it here. It is. Yeah, it's kind of endlessly entertaining, actually. Chickens are happening. Yeah, dogs, dogs are, are happening. happening. Everything's okay. Everything's fine. Where were we? We kind of digressed. Ooh. This isn't good podcast. People can't see this. If it was on video, it'd be a lot better. I know. I thought about going live on Instagram, but I'm like, I don't want to sadly have nobody watch it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You're just sitting there live, but nobody's watching Literally it. nobody's watching. The dog is barking at the chicken. That'd be... Dude, we're going to have a dog slash chicken fight. It's not going to last very long. Oh, oh, oh. See? Yes. Oh, my gosh. You guys. It's this, Wild Kingdom over here. This is here. actually the first time this has ever happened. Yes! This is a new thing. I think that's the first time Sunny's ever stood her ground, actually. Usually she Sunny bails. protected me, and now she wants pets. Right. Good job. Oh, my yeah, gosh. You protected me. I really me. wish this was on video. It'd be a <laughs> lot better. It'd be a lot more entertaining. Otherwise, uh, I think they're talking about the dog again. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, we were talking about the Eightfold Path, right speech, all that stuff. Self, self-talk. Yeah. Right self-talk. Yeah. Oh, it's tough, man. It's like you'd think we'd be better at that by now. No, dude. I, <laughs> it takes like you know, it takes years. Yeah, this is like a years practice. Like nobody gets better at this overnight. And then you, I mean, the beauty of it is that you get to see, I get to see, the truth of my conditioning. Right. The truth of, and that's got to be mm. something you're okay with and kind of embrace and thankful for that. And that's a new, like, that's a new um, concept for me is that the life conditioning yeah. that we're subjected to from the moment you're shot out. Yep. It yes. starts. Yep. Yeah. Familial, mm-hmm. societal, societal, you know, school, mm-hmm. depending on where you're thrust into the world at, what socioeconomic situation uh-huh. you're in, the color of your skin, unfortunately, in this country, right. your gender, mm-hmm. all of that shit. It's like <clears throat> the outside circumstances condition us to adapt in a certain way. And a lot of those, I mean, but that's the thing. Like you're talking about like being compassionate towards yourself. Uh-huh. Once you see that stuff, you see the conditioning and it, and the, the choices you can either feel self-pity or resentment because of that or sure. you or you can just accept like oh that's not me right that's conditioning except for that it is sort of but not that's, if, but that's interesting keep going with that that you don't have to identify with the yes. conditioning like you can you can detach from that in the sense of like oh those are just messages that i've received my entire life that i've that i've decided to record and play yes. over and over. And sometimes quite unknowingly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, quite Most unknowing. of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's when you actually sit with that stuff and try to look for it and see it mm-hmm. that it becomes clear. And then it's like, okay, I'm not, I'm not my pattern. I am not my thought. I am not my feeling. Yeah, that's interesting. And I would say that, like, unless you continue that pattern once you've seen it. Yes. That's the that's the spikes that's backing yes, over the spikes. That's backing over the spikes. Because yeah. I feel like if you really are committed to bettering yourself, mindful, whatever, like if you're on a spiritual path, I want to try to keep it general to people. Right. But like once you're on, I mean, that's the thing is that I've experienced kind of seeing the truth and then being like, man, I'm out. Nah, I'm out. Yeah. I that hurts worse. Oh yeah, it does. For, you, know you, can, you can only maintain that for so long. Or you'll need, you know, some help with that. Either yeah. whether it's a dysfunctional relationship or pattern, you know, pattern, or addiction, food, sex, yeah. yeah, television, yeah, whatever. 
I'm just going to unplug Opening it. Facebook, closing Facebook, opening Instagram, closing Instagram, <laughs> yeah. reopening Instagram. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like personal experience. <laughs> Dude, I'm talking about it here. I, I, I deleted the Facebook app from my telephone. Uh-huh. Just because I, I saw myself. Do you like, still get on, on on a web browser? Maybe. Uh-huh. I did once. Yeah. Because you asked. Mm-hmm. You asked if I'd seen a post that you'd posted, and so. Oh, so you had to get on. Yeah, I had so to you, get so on. you're blaming me for it's your. It's your fault. I see. My conditioning okay is your fault. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with that. <laughs> see, I'm glad to be your enabler. Thank you. Yep. I'm, I'm your social media enabler. <laughs> That's so not true. Actually, you're an example because when you said you took a break from it for a while, like you're like, man, I'm a lot happier. I'm like, I yeah, I, I kind of took a stand today, which I haven't done for a long time. I've just posted pictures of, you know, chickens and right. band and yep. whatever birthdays. And, you know, and today I'm like, nope, this aggression will no, not this stand aggression. Well, because silence is, you know, complicity. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, no, you're not. I mean, not that anybody cares. You know, although it is interesting, though, to see, like, I post something of, for example, you know, something heartwarming about a bike ride or a person yeah, or something. Yeah, right. And, yeah. like, the likes come out of the woodwork. Yeah. You know, right. everybody loves a good, you know. Feel good story. Yeah. And then today I posted a thing about uh, this idiotic website mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um it's just the most insane stupid thing i've seen mm-hmm. like it's just concrete it's like oh this isn't a theory this is actually right here and, yeah and uh there's like a you know there's like the smattering of applause yeah right, you know right well, and like, i know more people than that have seen it right but that's just it it's like even that even <clears> me <throat> just saying this is insane mm-hmm. and i want to have like if you subscribe to this just eat the big one i don't care <laughs> And uh, and I know there are people out there thinking, yeah, yeah, right on. But they don't want to hit the like button because then that would mean that they got skin in the game. Yeah. And like, well, this is how we get. This is how we get um, uh, gas ovens. And I and I'm not talking about for frozen. Pizzas. I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? You're right. I like, mean, this is. It <clears throat> should not go. Adolf Hitler had a failed coup in 1923. Mm. And there was really nothing done about it. Mm-hmm. How'd that work out? Not well. And then I have to. And then we have to accept the fact that about half of our country's fine with January sixth. Yeah, dude. That the they're the, fine. The testimony stuff that I've been witnessing on that is is it's 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 intense. Mm-hmm. It's sad. It's horrible. It's mm-hmm. the the cognitive dissonance of folks that back the police or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. Being compl- I'm, I'm a pro-life and i support blue all blue lives matter but but fuck those pigs right it, yeah <laughs> and it because it's so <laughs> weird man yeah but you're right like the <clears throat> uh silence what is it silence uh uh silence is kind of a form of violence and silence is violence and mm-hmm. also it's like you know th- to not stand up against oppression is to support the person oppressing 100 percent. yep you know what I mean? right Yep. I mean, and that's the thing, though. Like, like I'm not quite to a place of. I mean, what can I do? I don't print. I don't buy ink by the barrel. Yeah, right. You know, right. Uh, like Jeff Bezos. <clears throat> um, I uh, <laughs> right. So uh, weird. I'm not quite to the point of getting my sandwich board and going and standing down in front of the federal building, but because I, you know, yeah. But I mean, that's kind of. 
But I mean, like, what do you do? To be specific, Vote? I know, I know that we're being, we're not talking about the actual post, but your post was 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 laser sharp because it affected people that you know and love and care about. Yep. Versus like, you know, I don't think it's crying wolf, but I, you know, we have people out there, and this kind of goes back to the right speech. It's like, if all I'm doing is just retweeting, reposting, reply, or just you know, you know, re reposting yeah, everything I see. If that's what it is, does it all get lost in the yes. noise? Yes. It's got to, right? It does. Yeah. I went through, I mean, I'm certainly guilty of going on retreating rampages. Same. Self-righteous, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, take that, words from other people. You know, I'm just like, I'm just, get the tweet guns out. Yeah. And then it's like, you know, 45 <sighs> minutes have gone by. I'm exhausted. Yes. And nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. So but you're I, angrier. Yes. And more self-righteously indignant. Which, does that help the world less no, or more? It helps the world less. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It really does nothing. But I think there's a time. I mean, that's the that's an interesting thing to kind of explore is like, is it, you know, going back to right speech and even right intention, mm. right livelihood too in a way. Uh, well, maybe not so much. But like, what is you know, do is is choosing your battles a better use of energy than trying to be all things to all people at all times? I mean, can you can only do it's like the do the most good with who you're who you're around, mm-hmm. with, you know, at, at the time well, you that can. Kesey said, you know, put your good where it will do the most. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And 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 it does go well. Like, well, what can I do? Yeah, and I think there's lots of awesome examples of what you can do. You can work for the political party of your choice. Yeah, in whatever capacity you can do that. You exactly. Can get, you can vote. Right. You can go sit in on city council meetings. Right. You can. I mean, there's there are actions that can be taken. Yeah. Yeah. Um, certainly more than like. I don't know. I'm trying to think of something. That I can say that's not oh, like just being <laughs> mad about um, things that don't matter. Yeah, right. Being mad about, if you'll forgive the phrase, trumped up issues. Right, right, right. That right. aren't even like that's not even a thing. Yeah, it's a it's a made up boogeyman. Right. Um. I don't know. I, yeah, I see, I see what you're saying though. It's like that's I think or <clears throat> thinking that and I, no offense, but that like. Professional sports matter. <laughs> oh, dude! I so the word. Yeah, this is a spe- this is a whole bowl of spaghetti. Like being being upset about some. I'm like, why? Why does that? Why does that matter? You know what's funny? I, I'm I'm glad you said that because I was watching this. I've you know one of my favorite professional sports teams, the Chicago Cubs. Is kind of not having the best season, uh-huh. but they have a lot of great players. Uh-huh. So they're at that point where it's like, well, we should probably trade some of these players, maybe get some money out of them, get some better players, maybe mm. finish better and, and rebuild for next year, whatever. Sure. But I saw one of my favorite players, you know, is probably going to get traded. Uh-huh. I mean, he would. He's the top. Pro- Chris Bryant. He's he's amazing. But I've, you know, he was. I saw him play his rookie year, oh. and that was like he. He was on the team that won the World Series in 2016. Okay, but he's going to get traded. Like that dude is gone. Mm-hmm. And he was. He, there was this video of him, sort of. Do they have any say in that? 
No, no, no. I mean, one day you're in Chicago, next day you're a Marlin. Pretty much, yeah. You can, yeah. You unless you get work that out in your deal for uh-huh. every, you know what I mean. You can be like kind of a franchise player. But sure. I think that happens more in NFL too. It's like you you have your franchise quarterback and he's your guy forever and ever, and you get this sweet deal and you get this job security. And you're not going to get moved around anyway. But he would, there was this video of him sort of wistfully looking out at the friendly confines of Wrigley Field, uh-huh. knowing that the trade deadline is like tomorrow and right. he's going to be gone. Yeah. I got, I got, I actually had real, I had real human feelings. Okay. I can see that. I I can see that. But, but you saying give, you know, like, am I wallowing in self-pity because of that? Am I calling every local sports station bitching about that? No. Right. You had your moment. I had my moment, Uh but then I'm like, you know what? That guy's making millions of dollars doing a thing he loves to do. Yeah. yeah. It's like, he's fine. He's fine. He's going to miss that place. Right. But he's going to go down to wherever he's going and he'll be fine there too. He'll be fine there Uh too. And I'll Well, it's like yesterday I got misty eyed over Dusty Hill from ZZ Top. Dude. You know? Fucking, yeah. I mean, like, he's a bass player in a rock band. Yeah. Like, what what does it matter, you know? Mm -hmm. But. I think of all the m- touch points through my life where yeah. that guy's been a part of it. Yep. Right? Yep. From age 12 to last mm-hmm. year, you know, mm-hmm. watching current videos of ZZ Top on YouTube, seeing mm-hmm. what they're up to, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, God, that's that's just still so cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah right. <laughs> and so to have, I'm like, oh, man. And I think it also ties into just being older myself, you know? Like, yeah. well, there goes another one. Yeah. Yeah. And I, th- yeah, I think that that's, that's, that that brings up another eightfold path. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, wise view, oh. the right view mm-hmm. is seeing it clearly. It's like I I am not. I didn't refuse to come over because I was crying in my basement about Chris Bryant probably getting traded. Right. What's you really know? funny on the side, the first diehard Cubs fan I ever knew mm-hmm. uh, was a guy named Chris Bryant. So oh, I know. shit. Yeah. In uh, Springfield, Virginia. Chris, if you're listening, sorry about everything. Um, <laughs> it's not that Cubs. bad, Chris. Right. We're it will be okay. Go We're going to rebuild. <laughs> but right view being, how do I see this situation clearly? Is it okay for me to look at Chris Bryant, the baseball player, and say, wow, I really loved watching him play as a Cub. I hope he, hope he's well. This is fun. This is a sports thing that's fun. Or like the bass player from ZZ Top. Mm-hmm. It's like, yet you know, so it goes. Right. Nothing so is permanent. Goes. But, yeah. man, I'm going to go back and listen to some, some of those. I listened pre- to Tush last night. Dude. It was I, great. I got a friend who lives in Texas. His name is Theron. I don't think he listens to us, but Theron, if you do, hi. But he posted some old ZZ Top uh-huh. stuff. From back that, in the day. From back in the day. Yeah, yeah. That I knew nothing that's about. That's great. It's so good. And I and so I'm like, I pulled it up on Spotify, and I'm uh-huh. like, I need to hear that, because that's, that's like pre-MTV. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't. Everything, yeah, that, I mean, they had their moment. And I certainly, I, I was of the age of the demographic, and I already knew ZZ Top when they hit MTV. Yeah. And I was like- well, you know, I was like 15, 16. So, of course, I'm like, this is awesome. You know? $10 man. Yeah, great. Uh-huh. Dude, kills. Uh huh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry. I totally yeah, yeah. No, you're you. all right. I don't know. Where were we? I don't know. Whatever. But, yeah, so, like, right view. Seeing things clearly, like, you know, that that's a part of that's a part of awareness and getting getting to, to a point where um, you, that that's a tool that I can use when – I really would love to get attached and get really bent out of shape about, I think I listened to a lot of right view stuff right around the last election Mm. and you kind of see through like even, so this is, this is kind of a new. So what you're saying is that 
because you did that, you're better than everybody. I'm better than all of you fuckers. <laughs> I am. I'm actually levitating right now. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is that uh, you're able to see through the machine a little bit. You know, like even right. even that even that press conference with those those amazing heroes, and I I have a hard time with police right now, but th- they did their job mm-hmm. in horrible, horrendous mm-hmm. circumstances. They right? stood up. They stood up. Mm-hmm. But I'm also like. Against a sea of insanity. A sea of insanity. But that particular press conference, I can also take a step back and say, they were telling the truth, Mm -hmm. but they were also cherry-picked for that that TV show. That was very carefully choreographed. Of course. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, I think it's important for us on Facebook, I think, Mm -hmm. or or any social media, that's where right view really comes into hand. It's like I can see through... Like you said, likes. It's like mm-hmm. Facebook makes money every time I get angry. Right. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They love when I'm angry. Love it. And insecure. Oh, which I'm I'm a lot of that, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's like if you care about yourself and you're cultivating your own peace, man, that that's going to hurt their bottom line. They got to keep you angry that's and true feeling for, horrible. That's true for uh, basically the American economy. Totally. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't need any of this shit is a really bad attitude. <laughs> it's really not great for the American economy. It doesn't sell much. It does not sell much. No. Like, I don't need any of this shit. Right. <laughs> I got two turntables and a microphone, and I'm good. That's where it's at. That's, that's exactly right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, that that is uh, that's a fascinating sort of evolution of this conversation. It's like these tools allow us to... Not, um, I mean, I'm so guilty of it though, but it's like, it doesn't benefit a capitalistic society. Nope. A, a market driven society. Nope. When we are able to cultivate our own joy mm-hmm. and peace. Well, that's, that's the biggest thing. You know, I periodically look back at my Grateful Dead years and like, kind of what, like, what did I get out of that? What was the attraction? Yeah. And, and, and one of the most important things that was like early on was the idea of like, I don't have to accept the reality that's being presented to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I absolutely, that's, it's, it's a, it's conditioning, mm-hmm. it's programming, mm-hmm. and what? <laughs> like why, you know, I literally went uh, the summer of like 1990, like I would stay up at night to watch, I had nothing else going on, but I would stay up to watch Headbangers Ball on MTV. Oh yeah, yeah. Right, came on kind of late, you know? Yeah. And I, I'll never forget, I came home from my first Grateful Dead concert, and it was about that time, and I turned it on, and Ricky Rackman was, yeah. yeah. and I went, this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. And I just shut it off. Yeah. And I've never turned on MTV voluntarily since that time. Yeah, because you see through. I just was like, no. This isn't. this Like, why was I, what? This is a commercial. Yeah. 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 And, and I just, I'm like, but I don't. I just spent kind of an amazing afternoon and evening around people completely, and I don't mean a handful of people, I mean a couple hundred thousand people, completely unplugged from all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was like, oh. Yeah. Because I always had in my thought, like, um, like KFRX, the local pop radio station. Exactly, When they stopped playing in 1981 or two, they stopped playing the Rolling Stones and they stopped playing Led Zeppelin. They started playing bands with bands or groups with names like Climax, spelled with a K, (laughs) you know? And I'm like, I don't really relate 
to this. <laughs> That's a I real band name. It was in whatever. Yeah, look it up. Climate K L Y M A. I love the Y. X's. Yeah, yeah. And the two Y X's. is the best part. Like Climax with two X's. Two X's. Yeah. God, and, that's and great. like, and I just, I'm like, I just don't, <laughs> what, right? Yeah. And, and, but I'm like, that sounds like a bad lube. Kinda, yeah. <laughs> well, it kind of was, but, uh, <laughs> but you know, and I just remember feeling it somewhere in my, like this. I, I mean, I guess this is what is. Yeah. This is what's on the radio. And, yeah. And fortunately, like around that time, I got introduced to some people um, that had records. And I got introduced to things like New Order and The Cure and Cabaret yeah, Voltaire right and The Violent Femmes and The Talking Heads. And, and, yeah. and, and I'm very thankful for that because sure. it unplugged me from all that other shit. Right. You right, know, right, right. And so that and, and oh, a couple of years later, like Black Flag and Henry. Yeah. And, and that really tapped into a thing that was happening with me. But even that uh, went like a little too far for me. Well, the, the hardcore punk Some stuff? Some of the Black Flag stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. Like I'm not like I, I I kind of appreciate and I'm like 14 you know and I'm sure. like <laughs> sure right you can't really follow Henry Rollins dictates at the age of 14 you but need, but you could you see what you, I'm saying oh yeah yeah you, you could like, you, you could like, you could fuck yeah black flag kill him you know yeah, and I'm like yeah. but I was even I was like I I think I'm feeling a little more Robert Smithy right now <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah but I was able and so anyway. Th- the the natural progression of that was when I went and saw the dead for the first time with yeah. all the people and the, yeah. it was like oh yeah. this is bigger than uh what I previously I mean like the that idea because I knew that I didn't have to, to, to like I'd given up on the radio a long time ago right and like corporate rock and whatever all that shit yeah and uh and have I talked about White Snake. On this um, podcast, I know, and I can't wait for you to. Okay, talk well, about so Snake. you know, I mean, around like I kind of slid, I slid into the new order and the the uh, cure and all that for a while, uh, and the talking heads have always been a constant. But then I kind of started hanging out with Brian Scott. Hello, Brian's Hi, Brian. been on the podcast before, but like uh, started sliding back into some Zeppelin uh-huh. and some old ACDC and that kind of thing. Yeah, um, just because that was fun, frankly. Yeah, and, and that good. Was, and that was important too. Is that like some of the other, like the New Order and the Cure, like it was, it wasn't fun. The Talking Heads can be fun. That's true. The Violent Femmes are fun. Yes, but New Order is not. It's not fun. fun. No, and that, and so <laughs> I mean, like I, I, I appreciated just like the rocking out with your cock outness of not <laughs> of, that I was ever going to have sex. Power but, age, right? You weren't. Yeah, yeah, no, I was not. But uh, but anyway, so I was working like one of my first jobs, and 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 that White Snake album with Tawny. We have talked about. We've this. no, we've talked about. Co- yeah, we have, but not this story. Well, I don't know. Uh, so the point is, and I'm. The short version, too late, is that <laughs> I took my hard-earned money because I really liked Led Zeppelin too. Yeah, well, and, you haven't and, talked though. And I that. heard that in the Still of the Night song on sure. the radio, and it sounded kind of like Led Zeppelin because that's what it was designed to sound like. Yeah, right. And I'm like, so I took my hard-earned cash down to Pickles Record Store. Pickles. And I bought that piece of shit album. Is that the one with Here We Go Again? Yeah, Here yeah, I yeah, Go yeah, Again yeah. on my own? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Great video, though. Whatever. <laughs> and, uh... But I literally, I'm like, I was listening to it, and after I listened to In the Stolen Night once, and yeah. I did the thing that sounds just like Whole Lot of Love, and yep. I listened to that once, and I listened to that, and I'm like, I just, I worked like five hours to buy this yeah. fucking thing. Yeah, you got screwed. I got screwed. And that's and that was kind of, thank you, David Coverdale and Tawny Katane, for really cementing this thing of like, this sucks. Yeah, yeah. It was awful. You had, you had a moment of right view. You saw yeah. through... 
I love that you said it was designed to sound like Led Zeppelin. That's one hundred percent what it was. Well, that's. I mean, I can relate to that too in terms of the '90s, and I talked about that on that that totally well, less than two thousand. Yeah, that was great because it was like you could see after all of those kind of true blue, you know, grunge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I don't even the, like that word, but that like the original. Yeah, the the original grunge tip, and then there was the the copycats and yeah, the yeah. corporate like, hey. What if you grew your hair out and yeah, yeah. put this flannel on? You would, uh-huh. sound, you know. Yeah, we could probably sell some. We could make make this we, work. Yeah, and I, that was my that was my white snake moment. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, uh-huh. it was like when I saw Scott Weiland all strung out on fucking heroin. I was like, this is not. No. 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 Bad. Yeah. Which I think is ironic because <sighs> I was just saying that uh, before we even started recording that Dave Grohl, the Foo Fighters, oh, yeah, yeah. his band just released a Bee Gees the cover. DGs. It's actually so really fun. great. Though. I'm sure it is. It's hilarious. I'm but, sure it's great. Um, mm, I had there was something I was gonna. There was a whole nother tangent I was gonna go on. Fuck, it's gone, man. It's okay. Man, it's nice to be outside here. It is you. nice to be outside. Yeah, man. Uh huh. And it's kind of cooled off a little bit. It has. Uh huh. Um, it's nice to be. You know. Uh, it's nice to be together. It's not. It really is nice to be mm-hmm. together. Yeah, it really is. Because we've literally not done this. But and this is also for those of you listening. It's kind of proof of concept, right? Because now we can take this anywhere. Really, I just need a, I need a little battery pack thing. Well, we might actually have a little remote sesh in a couple weeks, right? Oh yeah, that's right. Joel and I are hitting the road. We are hitting the road. Yeah. We're gonna go see Wilco in Kansas City and Slater Kenny. Don't Kenny. Don't forget to mention. I, I, I think I, you're I, gonna. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Okay, I got no beef with Slater Kenny. In fact, I'm excited. I was listening to Wilco's Blue Sky Blue last night. That's so good. It, I miss that one, man. I miss that album, mm-hmm. and I regret it. And I was like, holy, mm, that's I li- great. A couple of tracks on that album I was really kind of familiar with, but mm-hmm. then I was like, the whole thing. I'm it's like, amazing, it's fucking amazing. Uh huh. Yeah, I actually just got it. Just came today. Uh, Jeff Tweedy's book, How to Write One Song. Oh, nice. Yeah. Are you gonna do it? I'm gonna try, dude. He writes songs. I know. Well, that he was on this this uh, oh New York Times podcast. Can't the New York the Times now. podcast. It was one of them. Oh, okay. There's a bunch of them. I thought it was don't, called. Don't don't be a don't be a dick. <laughs> the the no, New no, no, York no, Times. where it's like he the interviewer is like interviewing Jeff Tweedy about this book, but it's like Jeff Tweedy wants you to be bad at something. That's was kind of the hook. You know, yeah. And he's plugging this book, like how to write one song. It's like be bad at, be bad at it, dude. There is something really fucking profound about that. Mm-hmm. Being willing to be bad at something. Yeah, and that's what Jeff Tweedy talks about. That he's like, people get the part of the. Re- and I've said it on this podcast. You have. Like, I can't write songs. You've said that because I start writing and it just sounds stupid. And what Jeff Tweedy's what he says is like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's good. Like, don't get hung up on that. So right view and right speech right there. Wise, let's say instead of right, because that means there's something wrong, but wise or yeah. un, wise versus unskillful. Wise speech would say that's a that's a story you keep telling yourself mm-hmm. over and over again. For 40 years. That you believe. Yes. Right. Mm. And But I've always had this thing. It's It's been, well, it's kind of a pride thing maybe as much as anything. Like I've been playing music for a long time, but always somebody else's. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And I've always kind of like, well, that's what I do. Have you never tried to write anything? Not in 25, 30 years. What happened with the last thing you wrote that was an original? Like, what's the, was there something traumatic? It sounded traumatic? like this. I love 
or so you know just all the dogs in the neighborhood started barking <laughs> when steve did that yeah, yeah, yeah you know i mean just there was yeah. nothing i i mean it was either that or i hate everything i hate everything oh <laughs> why'd you leave me alone <laughs> That's how punk started, though. I, I you know, know what I mean? Yes, I Three do. Three chords and yeah, some yeah, yeah. anger. Right. But uh, that's not what I wanted to be or mm. do, right? I can't wait. When you write the first win, I'm saying win, eh. <clears throat> when you write something, you got to premiere it on the podcast. Yeah, I can, I can do that. So, yeah, it's this book, and it gives that's very, cool. very, very, like, just, like, word exercises. Hmm. Just take like two categories of words and put them in columns and just kind of put them together and see what happens. Is is he explaining his own writing process then? Part of it, yeah. I mean, that's kind of like how he he just shares. I mean, he's written a few songs. So he just kind of shares like how he goes about doing that. Well, that's kind of how I was listening to Blue Sky Blue and I was, it, you know, his wordplay, his, his lyrics are kind of a... Impossible Germany. Yeah, impossible Germany, or unlikely Japan. Yeah, it's like he is just kind of is Chicago, is not, not Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> That's Mike Doty, but he's yeah, he's really he's really of the same vein. Uh huh. You know, like it's kind of like it's kind of like if you were to take those word magnets. Remember those word uh-huh. magnets that you saw? I saw a lot in the nineties, and just yeah, like yeah. jumbled them up and put them together and wrote a song. Like, yep. That's why, that's why legit. not? Yeah. And that's kind of stop making sense, Steve. Right, and that and literally, and that I've known that like rock and roll does not have to make sense. That's never been a requirement. That's not a requirement. Nope, it is not. Da do 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 da da da. That's all I want to say to you. Yeah, Dadaism. It's been around a long time. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Something yeah. to the whole the 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 attempt and the the effort putting into nonsense to not try to prescribe a feeling for somebody i don't know that it sells a lot of records but it's certainly you know what i mean but you get out of your you head know, that's why i'm excited for our guest next week mr boudreau because we'll talk to him about that yeah for sure i yeah. mean he, he's not famous as far as i can tell nope but he's making a living yeah and he makes great music i got the lp i saw uh, that it's beautiful i it sounds so good it sounds really the good. second side of that album is i think my favorite b-side ever <clears throat> dude that's a huge statement it is even, I mean, and I mean it like it's it, there's a couple tracks. The last two tracks on that are as good as anything I've ever heard by anybody. That's amazing. Yeah, they're, they're really good. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Bell Helium, everybody. Yeah, great, 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 great stuff. And that so that's, you know, not that I've ever been hung up on being famous or anything like that, yeah. but my mind, and this is all, this is all new. This is all, all of this has kind of come around in the last year. Yeah. Or so, like, yeah. why, why the fuck don't I just try to write a song? And then I'm having that thought, and I hear about this podcast with Jeff Tweedy, who's like, yeah, suck at it. Yeah. Do it. Here's, here's how I do it. Maybe try. Fail big. Yeah. And so, and that's, and that kind of goes back to, you know, James Altucher is? I don't think oh, I do. Oh, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> he and a couple other guys had this thing called Freakonomics. That's ringing a bell. Yeah, everybody check out Freakonomics and James Altucher. I don't know if he's still doing his website, but one of his things, I used to read a lot of Altucher, and, he, and he's- Definitely an outside-the-box thinker, and he's one of those guys that's he's like an entrepreneur. He's made and lost millions a few times, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of his things is that creativity is a muscle. 
Yeah. And if you want to be creative, start creating. And it can be as simple as carrying around one of those little flip pads and a mm. pencil. Mm-hmm. And when you think of something, write it down. Mm. And then when you think of something else, write it down. And I went through a phase of that where I was recording stuff on my way to work. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. little mental notes. Yeah, yeah. Nothing. I haven't done anything with them. It's the <laughs> it's like Marin talking about his cocktail napkins. Yeah, and he can't understand them <laughs> yeah, later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what is, what is, the, what is autoerotic asphyxiation? Why did, why did I write that down? <laughs> you know? I should probably throw this away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he turned it into a bit. But, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, I mean, that's. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, then, so want, I've been guilty of of saying no. I'm not. I'm not going to do that. Oh, I'm not. Same. Yeah. Well, Kirsten continues to hold to this idea that I have a play in me that I'm going to write a script. Uh huh. And I do the same thing that you do with music that I've done with writing writing but dialogue. But you make plays. I do make plays. Uh-huh. I direct plays, and mm-hmm. I've made original work, which yes. is in its own. He just padded his lap. And the damn chicken jumped into his lap mm-hmm. like a cat. Mm-hmm. But um, what was I saying? Play. Play. You have write a play. Oh, yeah. I've created original work, but it's all been like movement sort of. But it's all been not a play. Okay. I'm not <laughs> saying it's not a play. <laughs> Definitely a play performance. But yeah. writing, like staring at a blank page, writing character dialogue, oh. writing, writing a play. Mm-hmm. That's one of those things I'm like, I don't really do that. Well, but. do you want to do that? Do you think that's something that you're called to do on some level? I don't know if it's a calling so much as it's like, oh, that would be really cool to give to my students and have them work through and workshop it and do it as an exercise in being vulnerable to my, you know, and like as an academic, I'm kind of like, that would look kind of good on the old portfolios. I have a play written. You know what I Is mean? Is that a reason to write a play? It's not. Yeah. It's like, what that do I have to like say though? You know? So. Well, I'll I don't know, you have a podcast. I have a, this is sucking my, this is, this is not sucking. This is, this is actually a very creative out. This is like you said, this is a creative outlet. Like I think you said at the first episode, like it's a, it is a beautiful creative outlet. It's a beautiful creative outlet. He's just stroking you're, you're that chicken, beautiful, dude. It's chicken. so, guys, I'm, I wish <laughs> I'm going to take a photo of yeah. this moment. Yeah. It's, it's really pretty amazing. It's, it, it's quite delightful actually. <laughs> yep. So, yeah. So, anyway. Mm. There's the other one. Yeah, she's jealous. Aren't you? See, now he's, we're interrupting an intimate moment with Steve it's and fine. his chickens. <laughs> there will be more. There's plenty, uh, there's plenty, plenty of chicken love to go oh around. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was going to start. Joel to, just dropped his mic. I was just going to say, I don't know what I was going to say. <laughs> Oh, the the fish exploration has not died off. Last night was so good. Jack blew it. Yeah, Jack. Why didn't you freaking listen to that? That that uh, because I picked up they they teased Slipknot. Yeah. They teased Slipknot and then went straight into Simple. And I love that song. And I I've always loved that song I, because that, it goes back to the Dadaism. Totally. Yes. It is every a very band, every band needs skyscrapers too. What is a band without a skyscraper? Right on. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Right I, that's a song that I heard for the first time on a bike ride when I was listening to some show from like, I don't know, 2002. Uh-huh. And, uh, and I was like, damn, I've never really heard this They're song. laying down this Dude. fat groove, fat groove. Yes. Singing about how bands need saxophones and skyscrapers and simbops. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Here's it's, a, it's amazing. I started thinking, I'm like, what if somebody's like, 
you know, who's the most hipsterish in my life would come up and be like, you can't, how the hell do you like fish? Right. Here's why this late interest in fish, I mean, because I listen to a lot of dead, and I listened to fish a little bit in the 90s, but I right. kind of was like, Dah. Yeah, right. They don't remind me of anything. Right. And not like they yeah, don't remind me of another ju- genre. They don't, Remember, there's not. There's nothing tied to it. There's nothing tied to yeah, it. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh-huh. It's kind of like wide open and out there. Uh-huh. And I don't have any good or bad feelings about any of it. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I, I can get that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's just like, I rode like 30 miles the other day listening to the show. And that's it was awesome. Like, I was like, I don't, this is all, I mean, I've heard some of the songs, but yeah. like, this is all a whole well, new experience yeah. for me. Yeah, that's great. It's fun. I have that same, ex- I'm having that same kind of ride with them too the last couple of years. I haven't seen fish since 1996. That's 25 years ago. Yeah, dude. And I kind of lost interest in them for a long time. Mm-hmm. And the last, since they've like come back this last time, they're seasoned veterans. Yeah, dude. And it shows. Yeah, dude. Everything that they've learned over the last 30 years plus now yeah, yeah. Um, has really, like they use it. Yeah. And that, that jam coming out of, because I just listened to it driving home from band practice, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. that jam coming out of Simple got ethereal and mm-hmm. beautiful yes. and still danceable, but yep. like just trippy as all get out. Well, the end of that, the, what was the, fir- the first, the second set opener was. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't catch it. Is that what slid into Slipknot y- though? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because uh-huh. they were teasing it. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God. And then Simple. Boom. Yeah. They. Yeah, it was <laughs> miraculous. It was great. It really was. Yeah. So uh-huh. I, I don't Fish I is a miracle. <laughs> Everything's a miracle. <laughs> Happy everything. Happy everything, everybody. Uh-huh. Oh man. So that's been fun. Yeah, that's cool. I'm glad that you're getting to have that. And I because I am too, I'm kinda having a reason. like I wish I was going to see him in Colorado, but I'm not. And you know Yeah. That's I mean, so I say like I'm kinda getting into him. I'm not getting that into him. <laughs> where it actually go, go right yeah. i know and i feel a little silly saying that because i know what that actually means you know right, right but you know it's okay to do couch tour for sure yeah dude we should i'll, I'll throw in on a on a like a an, thing on a That'd buying cool. a buying you see a what stream. charlie shonka's doing dude yeah that's what i was listening to yeah that's amazing he had like two thousand people listening yeah to it's him. amazing yeah and he was streaming it from his joint so great. He he was like, when the second set started, he's like, or when, yeah, it was in the second set started, he's like, here come, here they come, they're coming back. I shut the chat off because all you fuckers, like, like <laughs> the chat on Mixler got a little intense and really? he just shut it off. Good for him, yeah. He didn't lose anybody. You uh, know, they're like, yeah, okay, yeah. I guess we'll just no, listen, listen right. not say dumb stuff. Right. Yeah. That's that so cool. funny. It is. And I was thinking, how amazing is that is? How amazing is that? Yeah, hats off just, to Charlie, man. We could just listen to a show happening oh, in Arkansas. Yeah. You know, yeah, like. yeah, yeah. 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 It's amazing. Thanks, Charlie, for doing that. We yeah, appreciate it's it. Definitely. It's very, very cool. Mr. Charlie's Kinfolk Lounge in Denver, Colorado. Oh, yeah. He's got a spot now, right? He does. He's got a spot. He's got a joint. Yep. Pretty sure cool. you don't want to go see fish? We could stop by the spot. Hell, we could just go to the spot and see fish. Oh, my God. Right? We just go hang out with Charlie. That might be all right. We'll That's take what the, I'm saying. Take the mixer. <laughs> we're taking the show on the road, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it all comes back to we're going to Kansas City. Yeah, we're going to go... We'll s- probably do this uh, from a hotel room in downtown <laughs> Kansas City. <laughs> it's going to get weird, people. Super weird. Super weird. Well, because because <laughs> That's by the we time we about. start recording, we're going to be so jacked up to go to a show. Yeah, yeah. Not too much of the fact having been drinking coffee in a car for three hours. For three hours. <laughs> I am completely blowing off whatever work obligations Good, I have you. that day. I appreciate that. And we're going to... Yeah. Yeah. I hope that fucking show happens, man. Oh, I know. That, and that's real, too, because of all you fucking idiots that aren't getting vaccinated and won't wear a mask, fuck you. Here's the thing. 
Here's the thing. That, get the fucking vaccine. Yeah, you, if you, you haven't. I have no sympathy for you. Get the f- get uh, it. You're, this is all your fault. This is it, all it, your it fault. Is, it is. We've got some people in our sphere. They're like, I can't believe this is happening again, but I won't get vaccinated or wear a mask. Fuck you. Yes, unless you have a. Okay, there are there are exceptions. There are people that can't I, that yeah, we should be trying to protect. Hundred percent. Yes, the you people know? that actually actually legitimately can't get it because Correct. of medical conditions. Everybody should be doing their part to protect them by getting the vaccine and, and and or wearing a mask. Because a lot of those people claim to follow a particular religious spiritual leader, and that particular spiritual leader said something about, oh, I don't know, uh, what you do unto the least of these, you also do unto me. So I don't know about you, but maybe you should think about <laughs> yeah, the least see, of these. But that doesn't count. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. I'm going to fucking throw this microphone over the... <laughs> right action, Joel. Right intention. Right speech. Right speech, right, right, right intention. Right thought. Wise speech. Uh-huh. Wise Thoughts, mm-hmm. wise. Oh my god! Get <laughs> vaccinated so we can go to concerts and yeah. So please get vaccinated so we can resume our regular life. You know what? These two privileged white middle-aged dudes need to continue their their lives. Yes. Please get vaccinated for us. Right. That's if not up. yourself, you're too stupid to do it for yourself. Do it for somebody else. Well, that's the thing, dude. So this, so you know, I I mentioned on a previous podcast earlier in the very I, it, we just spent an hour talking about right speech. Now I'm telling people calling people stupid. Well, I'm going back to right speech. Here's the deal. The black leaders moving in Lincoln, there is a leader in that group, um, Tadeja, I'm butchering her name. Anyway, she got up and uh, shared her thoughts with the city council. I think it was city council or school board or both. And she was talking about, hey, you know, about mask mandates and Mm -hmm. and precautions because the schools are really not thinking about it. And our governor is like, nope, won't do it. Doesn't exist. (laughs) Um, don't believe it. It's not worth it. My God will protect me. Um, he's <laughs> fucking vaccinated for sure. Uh, yeah. But what was it? She said, like, here's the thing. Like, if we're not going to protect this particular virus affects black and brown bodies more than it affects us. And. Oh, come on. And Steve. And, <laughs> you know, like, and the, the access to medical care is worse because mm-hmm. of systemic problems. Mm-hmm. And I just Uh-oh. don't get, you know what I mean? Steve, 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 practicing wise speech right now. I as am. We, I'm getting. I this am. is all a practice. Yeah, this I'm, is I'm a, practicing wise speech right now by not saying anything. <laughs> it's just, it's just, a, I, you know, whatever. I mean, P.S. You can stop listening to us if you don't like yeah, this, please. but please get yeah. the freaking jab. It all goes back to. I was actually talking to my boss this morning about this very topic. Um, as we watch, I mean, hospitals are filling up again. Yeah, dude. Uh, we had not in our facility, but in a, a, a you know peer facility, a twenty-eight-year-old person was intubated and died. Oh my god! Because they wouldn't get a vaccine. Intubated and dead. Twenty-eight. It wasn't an old person. But did they have okay? No underlying symptoms. Oh my god. It was COVID. They were twenty-eight years old, got COVID, got intubated, died. Um, so um, take your chances, folks. And I would say, here's here's how you know right I am. Please, for the love of God, if you won't mask and you won't get vaccinated, please go hang out. Please go hang out. Just do it. Show us all. Show go us down all. To show us all how brave you are. Go hang out at Madsen's. Yeah. Just do it. Show us all how tough you are. Please, for the love of I, I, everything. I and I know you're being facetious, but at Kinda. the same, but at the same time, it's like, like no, you, I don't want you, people to suffer. But I, I, also, I don't even think I don't even think it's people that that won't, I, 
going back to conditioning, thinking about the messages and the mixed, the horrible messaging that has been around good science, uh-huh. it's just sad. It's it's sad. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, those. I'm. I am. I am them too. Mm-hmm. They are conditioned. It's like, who does that mantra? I think it's Jack Cornfield talks about just like me. Mm-hmm. Just like me. When you when you're in a crowd yeah, of people yeah, yeah, and yeah, you're yeah, like yeah, judging yeah. the hell out of them, mm-hmm. just like me. And I and I definitely went on my rant just a second ago, but. Their condition, just like I'm conditioned, it's mm-hmm. just it's just frustrating to well, me. Well, I was thinking about like because we have a situation where um, kids are being infected in, affected by their parents' yeah. insanity, yes. and it's kind of infecting our sphere, you know, and it sucks. And I thought, like how like how does how does something? What well, my thought this morning was like how does something like Fred Phelps? Right. Survive and live that situation. And I'm like, oh, I'm literally watching that happen in my social sphere right now in real right. time. That yeah. same exact phenomenon. Right. It's the same phenomenon. Right. Little different uh, point, I guess, or mm-hmm. mission, but mm-hmm. it's the same phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Of of uh, inflammatory lies keeping people well, delusional? And just, and, and yes, but also making it generational. Because that's a family oh, thing. Oh, yes, yes. Like, how does that get passed on? How does yeah. that perpetuate? Yeah. Like, oh, this is how it happens. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where a mother runs up to her young daughter at the last day of school last year and tears her masks off and throws it in the sky and says, finally. Oh, boy. Right? Yeah. That, that's how that gets perpetuated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. I don't think anybody, I mean, there may be some of us that love wearing a face covering. I don't love it. I do not. I do not love do it. Not. But I don't want to be 41 years old getting a tube shoved mm-hmm. down my trach mm-hmm. and wished I would have, oh, I wish I would have, you know, gotten, I guess, a couple of shots that wouldn't have affected. You know what I mean? Right. And I can't imagine, and this is like trying to be compassionate, trying to be better. They sh- I can't, I, I feel Maybe better rename the podcast like trying to be shitty. <laughs> <laughs> just like we screw should have it. screw it let's be shitty yeah one like like a like a pl- like what is that the purge like one yeah, a yeah, year yeah yeah, yeah. rum rum springer yeah <laughs> <laughs> like the dark halloween like our shadow self yeah, halloween yeah, yeah, episode yeah, yeah, is yeah, trying yeah, to be yeah, shitty yeah. Uh-huh. once a year <laughs> it's like it's like festivus and the airing <laughs> of the grievances i got a lot of i, got a lot I of, feel like we do that anyway we've just been doing do. it for like the last 20 minutes but uh, i can't wait to go back and listen to this and see like how many times we've like okay come back like right. come yeah, back yeah, to yeah, the goodness come back. but that's the that's the magic moment i guess yeah that's what they say trying to be shitty trying to <laughs> welcome to trying to be shitty <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to try we got that dialed. We're, yeah, that's our con- my conditioning is right. shitty. Right. Towards myself and others. Right, yeah. <sighs> if I don't stop the train, I mean it yeah. that that just picks but that's up what steam. Sharon Salzberg talks about like when you catch yourself getting off on that train of thought and you stop yourself and come back to your present, that's the magic moment. Yeah. That's the important one. Right. That's where it all stems from. Yes. Like yes. catching yourself in that like, oh, my brain is I'm thinking again. Oh, yeah. I'm going to come back to my breath now. That's because that's going to happen. That's the gold. It is the gold. It's the, that's the, the crux of the whole deal. And the point of it is not to in that moment say, oh, God, I'm so horrible. I'm a terrible. I'm so bad at meditating. <laughs> I don't even know why I'm bothering. This is stupid. Meditation is. Meditation doesn't work. Meditation is beautiful failure. Sure. Yeah, that works. Like songwriting or whatever. It's, yeah, yeah. Be bad at something. Be, be bad. bad at, hey, everybody. Be bad at meditating. Sure. 
It's better than not meditating. That's been my experience. Being bad at meditating is the best thing I'd ever done. Agreed, 100%. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Being bad at podcasting is one of the best things I've ever done. Yeah. It's fun, too. It's for (laughs) me. I don't, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I feel like, have we done it? We did. We did did something. I think so. We're just going to shut this off and then really shoot the shit. So, yeah. That's where the Patreon subscribers That's right. So, anybody wants to Venmo us. Or if anybody knows Steve's address, well, this won't come out until later. So, we'll be gone by then. That's true. Yeah. Plus, I'm not sure. (laughs) I'm not sure. I mean,. I don't. Sure, my address is publicly accessible, but I don't think I need to advertise it. No, probably not. In fact, that's my Facebook post today. I'm I'm waiting for the eggs. Oh you know, yes, or the you know burning crosses, or, or maybe the cutout so. masks to be thrown at your. Yeah, house. Yeah, 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 that thing. Yeah, because that's a rational response to somebody disagreeing with you. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, yeah, I think we did it. I think so. Well, dude, thanks for coming over. I know dude, you're, this is I great. Know you wanted me, you know, to come over to your place cause you got the twinkle lights and everything. You I got chicken. twinkle lights. I just don't have it plugged in. Thanks for that. Uh-huh. Good story. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's where my humor's shitty. Right. Oh my God. I like your backyard. I like just chilling out here. Yeah. So. Thanks. I kind of do too. Been here a long time. Your dog's staring at me, making me feel com- uncomfortable. No, she's fine. Okay. I'm just glad she's over there now. She's chilling. Right on. Well, yeah. I love All you, right. dude. Love you too, man. All right. Later. Bye.